everyone. This is the CHN podcast, host conversations um, without barriers. I'm Elijah Sharif, the content writer for my CHN. Hello, and I am Darlene with the Outreach Department, and this is Miriam, also with Outreach. Hi, all. I'm Olga. I'm the web developer with CHN as well. So Valentine's Day is coming up. It's February. It's about that time of year that makes everybody's stomach churn. Um, there's a lot of pressure for a lot of people that they may feel to be with someone or to be around people or to have say that pressure that we probably were all indoctrinated to school with the uh, Valentine's Day candies. Um, but we're going to be talking about how to be alone and enjoy it on Valentine's Day. Um, there's a lot of fear. I think we could probably agree on that. There's a good amount of fear um, about being alone. There are various reasons that people might fear. I think one of the main reasons are the social stigmas associated with it. Another thing, at least from my experience, that probably stemmed from um, middle school, you know what I mean? Just you don't want to be the odd one out. Um, yeah. So in your experience, um, Miriam, what, what do you think would be... Um, what, what what kind of fears have you come across of being alone in your life? So I think um, for me, um, you know, school, like you said, you start off in school and you just kind of, um, I don't know if y'all remember this or y'all had it in your, in your school, in your elementary, but um, they used to sell carnations, like the flowers, oh. and you could buy like, um, and you would give it to to whoever you would buy it and um, on Valentine's Day, they would distribute them out, right? Um, I think that was my biggest fear of never getting one, whether it was it from a friend or from like a crush. Like that was the hardest thing um, that, right? You, I see you laughing, Elijah, but it's so true. Like they, they put this like, and you don't get it. Like a lot of people just don't, you just like, if you're, you know, everybody else has like that carnation, that flower. And then there's lonely you not getting one, right? So I think that had a lot of pressure. Um, I'm not going to say that I didn't or did not buy myself one in school. <laughs> but growing up, I think, um, you know, as, as I grew older, um, I understood it's not about that. Um, you know, I have kids now, so <clears throat> I, I see love in a whole different, you know, perspective. Friendships as well, you know. Um, I see it in a whole, it's not one day. Um, caring about somebody is not giving them a flower or showing it off to everybody just that one day. So that's my thought on that. But the question here is, did you end up getting one? Yes or no? I did. I Besides did. from yourself. No, I did. So um, I had really good friends in school. Um, Yay. Yeah. So I, I actually got along with a lot of people in school. I wasn't, I can't say I was popular, but I definitely did have a lot of friends and uh, we all just kind of gave each other a, you know, a little carnation, but I hated, you know, I love to that. even think that, um, what if I didn't get one? Yeah. You know, you always have like in the back of your mind, yeah. like, oh, what, what if, if no one likes me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely that comes from the childhood and from school, we have that kind of pressure onto, uh, kids, I believe. And then later on in, in life, it's kind of stays, uh, because then mm -hmm. if you're a single, um, uh, you know, you kind of feel pressure. Everybody's, you know, enjoying their Valentines. You see the social media, definitely. You know, 
all the dates, the flowers, and then that can definitely put some pressure. Uh, like, should I be in relationship? Should I, you know, do all these things? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like for me being single now, I do um, find that a little intimidating. Um, I'll take you to a fancy dinner. Oh, yes. But then again, you have to think that relationships can't be rushed either, right? So you definitely can just go ahead and take this time of singleness to yourself and just, you know, find all of the great things that you love to do, you know, and then hopefully hope to share that with, you know, your significant other one day. Absolutely. Yes. And so since you're single or Elijah, um, what do you do? Like, how do you prepare that like mentally? Being single on Valentine's Day? Um, much like what you were saying, and it's much more, uh, it's more, it's, it's about more than like a gift or a day Yeah. about that, that kind of love for that person. If you're with someone or love for yourself, really, honestly, I used to growing up holidays were weird. My mom wasn't super into them, but she used to always say like when holidays would come around, oh, this holiday is every day. So like mother's day, well, mother's day is every day. So you should kind of have that where you should, you can have that kind of love for your, you know, your partner every day or love for yourself um, if you're by yourself. And that kind of brings us to our next thing. Um, how to love being alone. It sounds really bad because you always hear, oh, you don't want to die alone. But there's a lot of uh, positives that can come with spending time by yourself for extended amounts of time. It's yeah. shown to boost creativity, productivity, productivity as well, and getting in touch with yourself. So um, with that being said, I'll, I'll ask Olga, what, in your experience, what have you, um, what benefits have you been able to see from spending time with yourself? Yes, yeah, so I definitely, uh, I've been single for a long time. So I've now I have used to spending time by myself and I actually do enjoy that. I try to um, do different things, treat myself, you know, go for a walk, spend time with my pets, um, you know, anything I can do to make myself entertained, that helps. And, uh, you know, I tried some uh, yoga meditation uh, so that kind of helps as well. Uh, just trying to connect with yourself, um, realize or learn more about yourself. And I believe that would help me build stronger relationship later when, uh, you know, I find that uh, significant other. Really quickly. Um, so what, and you don't have to say the most personal thing, you have to answer this question, but what is one thing that you have learned about yourself in your time being alone? What would you say is the most important thing that you've learned about yourself? I think I, I learned um, to appreciate myself more and value myself more. So honestly, like um, I'm not trying to um, please other people as much anymore. So I'm just um, mostly trying to do what I think is better for me and I put myself first more. So I think that's the most benefit I got from, from that. What about you guys? I know Darlene, you're um, single as well.
Touching a great point, um, being very comfortable being by yourself. And that brings me to another point of balance. Too much of anything is not good. I mean, you can drink too much water. It's unbelievable. So what are kind of the pitfalls of spending too much time by yourself? Has anyone experienced that? To marry boy, you just get, because I know I've kind of experienced where I've been living on my own for quite yes. some time now. And then it's like, you have to, maybe it's like extended family. You kind of have to like mm-hmm. do the compromising situation. And for some of like our, our older viewers, that might be kind of, you know, you've been married, you might be used to that, but yeah. as a relative, you know, you're younger it's, and you've been by yourself. <laughs> you have to get used to thinking of other people. So what are some of the pitfalls? Um, Miriam, I know you, you have, you have children. So how was that for you trying to put that balance? So, um, I'm also single, but I, you know, as a mother, um, I think getting comfortable. So you, you know, you brought up like, what is one thing that you learn within being sing- single and, you know, having all that. So I think me personally, I've learned to love myself and be happy with myself and not depend on anybody else for happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, like, I think I'm way too comfortable being by myself because yeah. I get up and get my kids ready and we go up to the park. Um, also dating, dating is really hard for me because I don't, I, I don't want guys, you know, in and out of my kid's life. So that's really hard. And I've gotten really, really comfortable in that sense of, I'd rather be by myself. Um, you know, my, all my attention, you know, all my time goes to my kids, to my work. Um, and Mm -hmm. so I think that's one of the biggest pitfalls that you get to this point when they're older and I am so comfortable being by myself. And so now they have their own lives. They have their own friends. And what do I do now? You know, um, now I'm sitting at a home, a lonely home. And I think that has like a long, like a, like a point where I'm going to be like, wait, that's going to impact you. Like in the long run. Yeah. In the, yeah. Long, in the long run, it's going to be like, that makes me sad. I'll be there. <laughs> no, but I love it. Like that's, I think I love being, I have, you know, all these the times that um, I don't have them, you know, they go to dad's um, it's like my lonely time or um, I call a friend, Hey, let's go out to eat. Let's go out to that. But I don't have like a relationship that I have to put time into that. I have mm-hmm. to put efforts into that. I have to make that, you know, um, okay, I'm off this weekend and I don't have my boys. Um, I just want to sit at home and watch TV. I don't know. And, yeah. or, or do something else. And if I am in a relationship, I can't do that. I have to think about the other person. Yes. So it's just a, like a lot of unanswered questions that I, I do have. <laughs> I feel like when you get so comfortable being single, thinking about someone else's feelings just becomes so stressful does anyone else feel that way that's how I or is it just me no I feel that way 100% absolutely I can relate relationship and dating uh, require a lot of energy and time so that's why uh, when you're single you experience that oh you have so much time to do what you like it's Mm -hmm. hard to get back into the relationship and because you have to you know value other person's um, wishes and you know it's not only about you anymore. So mm-hmm. definitely that can put some pressure as well. Let's not even get on uh, the subject of how you can put all that effort into a relationship and it, it doesn't work out, it goes for nothing. I'm what about kidding. you, Elijah? As far as what? So how do you feel in your single singleness and how comfortable are you with it? 
it, it, I'm, it's, it's kind of the same boat as you guys. It's kind of like the balance. It can be very tough, um, especially as a younger person, getting used to spending time by yourself. Um, when you're used to being around people, you know, groups of friends. Definitely. I think that uh, there should be that balance where you're comfortable with yourself, you know, how to um, spend time with yourself, but also you should um, be able to kind of switch and because spending too much time on your own, well, it has it, its downfalls. I don't know, for me, I think if I, because now I work from home and I spend a lot of time at home by myself. So for me, when I go out, you know, into the public, it can feel a little bit like social pressure. I don't know if you guys had that, but my first time, like if I would spend like a week at home and then I would have to go out to a party or something, I feel uh, a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know if you had, if you guys have that. And that's a balancing act, being social and balancing your time by yourself, especially as us being relatively younger, being millennial. And we've always had that option to pull out your phone and just opt out of an interaction. Um, so that kind of leads us to our next thing. Um, I think this will be the final one. What are some of the things that you guys like to do? Um, I know we talk about maybe so I've, you, know, you look online, you look at the blogs like, oh, reading and, and meditation. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But what are some other things we've all kind of got some unique um, situations outside of our work lives what are some things that you guys like to do just by yourself it can be small anything um Eileen, what do you like to do what do I like to do I love to work out I love to mentally challenge myself every single day in the gym because it just gives me those endorphins and I just feel so much more happier after and I just feel so much more productive. Recently, I also did buy an air fryer, you guys, and I am trying so hard to, you know, start cooking, get some recipes together, you know, just to start, you know, developing that skill of cooking because it, it hasn't come that easy to me. But yes, working out, um, Cooking, um, I like to shop. I love shopping. <laughs> yes, those would be mine. Same. So there's definitely a lot of things uh, we can do by ourselves. Uh, but how do you guys mm -hmm. feel about going out to like restaurants by, by yourself? Because I've thought about that. Uh, and I don't know if I feel comfortable. I've never tried that. But I know there's yeah. people who do that. So, so we talked about it. So yeah. we talked about how um, they say, like, you should treat yourself. You should take yourself out to the date. You yeah. should do these stuff for yourself. But I find it so hard going yeah. to a restaurant and sitting by myself. Um, I Is think it the social lot... pressure? You think? I think so mm -hmm. in a way. But then it, I just, the thing with me, okay. So the thing with me would have to be, I'm a social person, right? So I feed off of others' energies. So I would love to have someone there with me. I would love to be eating, conversating, you know, like that's, I feel like that's what you do when you go out to eat. And I definitely give props to anyone that can get up and be like, Hey, you know what? Let me go, go ahead and go treat myself to a dinner. And they go sit down by themselves. But to me, it's like, okay, if I were to do that, I would probably be wanting to have conversations with the waiter, you know? So it's it, one of those things. It would bother like, the oh, waiter for sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy because I'm in, um, Darlene knows this, uh, but I'm a huge foodie. I love oh, yeah, trying all types of food. I love trying different restaurants. I just love, um, Japanese food is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I recently want to, you know, go to this hot pot, um, like place. It's like a Chinese and you like have a, you cook your food. I'm not too sure exactly, but I've been wanting to try it, but I just find it so hard to go by myself. The yes. way to Miriam's heart yes. is definitely ramen you guys i've done it the uh going out by yourself to eat and i because i had a lot of apprehension before that i was in the same boat as you darling i was like i don't i don't want to sit there just by myself but what drove me to it was boredom it was amazing i've done it a couple of times them going to the movies by myself as well i was apprehensive but you know covid you're bored i was so happy that things were opening up i was like i'll go it's a great experience you don't have to work like you just it's like you know you're at home by yourself and you're just there uh-huh. just minding your business that's how it is but it's like you're at a restaurant but like everybody else's phases out if you you know if you want to spend some time by yourself everyone else's yeah. phases out. It's, it's a great experience I would definitely recommend it's not as awkward as you think it will be it just seems like that because we're used to kind of seeing people come, you know come I will say I think as women um like if we go out to eat by yourself and, and this is just my opinion um, you know, I don't want to get like a table, so I'll sit like at the bar. Um, if you know, but you have guys coming up to you, or you have, you know, people like, hey, you waiting for somebody? Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh maybe a little bit of judgment, or we feel like we're judged, but maybe other people don't even care if you by yourself, but you feel like you're being judged, so maybe that's um a little puts a little tension. But I think we yeah. all should be able to go go ahead and go do same thing. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. It's definitely an us thing. I feel like it's definitely a mental thing, right? It's a mindset. It's this mindset that we get into and we're like, oh my gosh, everyone around us is literally watching me eat by myself, but it's literally all in your head. And that's one of the things I've been working on because I'm such an overthinker. You have no idea. I'll be falling asleep at night and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I do did I do that report that I was supposed to do? And did I do it right? <laughs> and did I miss anything? That's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. It, but it is, it is no, I promise you, no one cares. And if anything, if, they, if you're out there <laughs> yeah. by yourself, they're looking at you like, wow, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's- so that's our homework, guys. Go out to eat by yourself and try yes. and see how it feels <laughs> and then and then we come back and we talk about our experience <laughs> oh that'll be awesome actually maybe i won't be single after it <laughs> <laughs> now if you go to the bar <laughs> be a lot of fun okay guys that concludes our uh, episode of today's podcast how to be alone on valentine's day and love it this has been um the my chn podcast health conversations without barriers um join us next time and thank you guys for watching Bye, all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's.